The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. On this episode, uh, we're going to wing it, guys. It's going to be fine. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm. Got a The show is live, ladies and gentlemen. This show is done live every week. Every week. And, and I'm Travis. And uh, <laughs> that is that is that is Travis. He is our humble announcer slash a stumbler of words. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I got so much stuff done in the pre-show. I was so hyped for the pre-show pre-show that I just <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't ready to go live. But did you introduce yourself, Brandon? Uh, I you didn't. Did. No, I didn't. I, did. I am. I am Brandon. Also stumbler of words. Lots oh. of ums and ahs and uh, the da, master, da, 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 the da, da. master. Uh, but yeah, we're we're here to bring you another episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm, coming live to you over the airwaves every Monday night at nine p.m. Eastern on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash Apathetic Enthusiasm, YouTube.com/slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. We're live in an event now. So every Monday is a, is an event. An event. This is, a, this is event television, you guys. Huh. Don't miss it. You've got to be there. Um, and then you can also follow along throughout the rest of the week over on the social internet, over on Twitter at Apathusiast. I'm at Jogomino. He's at Barnyard Cruise. You can follow us on Facebook if you're into that sort of thing. No pressure going to Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. Send us an email. Let us know you're listening. Hit us with topic suggestions, questions, comments, apathetic Concerns, enthusiasm show. Goals, you? ambitions, desires, wants, send us, needs. Send us your grocery lists. Let us let us know your wish list on Amazon. That's we're right. We're not going to buy you anything, but we're yeah. curious. Send us your you shipped account. Uh, <laughs> we'll, 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 I'll, I'll send you a, a little tub of, of uh, sour cream and, and onion. Um, mm, I might have to take of that. Apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. That's the email. Instagram is apathetic underscore enthusiasm. And of course, on the internet, apathetic enthusiasm.com. That's where you can find this podcast and all of our other podcasts. We have we have other podcasts. We have invisible sprite cans on the stream. Uh, you can also buy our love a couple of different ways. You can go to our T public page, apathetic enthusiasm.com slash shop is the easiest way to get to our curated t-shirts. You can also get t-shirts with our cartoon faces on them. Uh, or go to patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm where you can get content like the pre-show that we just recorded. Yeah. You get access to yeah. uh, special podcasts. Woo. It's on random uh, beef stick reviews, <laughs> all all of the hard hitting stuff. You uh, can only get behind that that glorious paywall at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thanks to all thank of our you. patrons. Thank Brandon, how you, how you feeling? You feeling good? You feeling loose? You fired up? You ready to ooh. to make a podcast? Ooh, ooh, oh! If if I if I had nipples, they would be they would be diamond. 
but I, I, I lost them in a, in a fateful I accident. Ve- I very nearly did a spit take <laughs> on, on lots of equipment right here. It would have been very bad. Uh, almost iced tea yeah. just everywhere. Um, sorry to hear about your your nipple situation. No, yeah, no, it's it's. Um, I'm not as there. I'm not as sensitive about it anymore. Uh, you know, my my nipples aren't as sensitive <laughs> about that's, it anymore. That's good. That's yeah. good. I'm I'm glad they're they're yeah. they are what they are. Yeah, I don't I don't I, I don't really I, I I don't usually talk about uh, about that piece of of my of my life. Um, it's you know it 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 kind of takes me back to like a, a a rough a rough period in my my mid uh, 22s um where you know i You're just talking about the middle of the the year when you were 22 years old yeah 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 it was oh, okay. it, specifically it was like the, the sixth month uh really like the second Re- week of the sixth month <laughs> really the middle <laughs> the, it was like a wednesday of that week, yeah, at yeah. around noon. Well, when when I, when I was twenty two, it was uh, let's see, uh, it was about two thousand and three, two well, two thousand two, two thousand three, and uh, it like you know waxing kind of Brazilians. They were all they were all the rage. And Brazilian you know, people were all the rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were they were pissed off. They were pissed off. And they it, were raging. And and when you're when you're a kid and you're shaving, well, you, you're not shaving yet, and you're like you you see you see men in your life and like oh I want facial hair I want to have facial hair and they always say like if you the more you shave the more you, the hair will grow in right and so I was like you know what if that if that logic stands if I the three chest hairs that I have on my chest, if I if I if I just pluck them like once, they'll grow back. Sure, but why? Sh- well, Brandon, shaving is different than plucking or tweezing. It, I know that's that's what I thought, and so I decided no plucking, no plucking at all. No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go all out. And so I I worked in uh, I worked in maintenance back then, and we did, dealt a lot with like epoxy and what have you. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I got the double bubble. We call it double bubble uh, because, you know, I had the two different things and you, you mix it up. That makes it strong. Yeah. I got like yeah. a like uh, maybe like 20, 30 packets of this thing because they, they come in small packets. Right. Uh, but you need a lot because my chest is it's big. You know, I work out the big just slathered it on. Again, this was a long time ago. So things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Long, long, long time ago. I uh, slathered it on. And uh, uh, yeah, I. I had a hard time getting getting that the double bubble epoxy off of my my chest, and uh, so I had my my friend uh, Matt Lovell, a real guy, real guy, real real guy that I know. Uh, well, obviously, all of this story is a hundred percent true. I'm sure of it. Well, yeah, of course. He comes. He's a big guy. He's like he's he's like Sizemore, a little bit bigger than Sizemore. Uh, Sizemore is oh he is in here, so he'll he'll know. Oh, sh- don't uh, talk about him. He's smaller than Sizemore, and then he just like he just stood on my chest, and then like with like a with a crowbar was just like chiseling it off um and uh yeah off your rock hard chiseled chest yeah he he he, uh i mean my nipples are still there technically they're just under a a (laughs) a, an armored coat of epoxy epoxy. (laughs) i mean that's the end of the story (laughs) ah i don't i don't know what to believe anymore but i like it all the same uh yeah that's good you ripple nipple freak and that is our um, show we didn't <laughs> thanks thanks for listening guys and uh, we'll see you later um yeah i don't know i feel 
like there's no smooth way to transition into our first topic. So I'll just do it. And uh, we're, ta- we're talking a lot of TV tonight. And uh, in the spirit of television and talk shows like this sort of is. Wait, what, uh, is, what, is, what is tonight? I don't remember. It, uh, there's a there's a there is a date. There, there's something is there's something with this date is important. Do, do you remember the twenty first night of September? Uh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> there, uh, there is a there's a uh, YouTube video. And it was on Reddit too of. Yeah, the twenty first night of September, where they just keep repeating twenty first night of September, and it's a it's a great video. And I think it was I think it was posted last year, and evidently the guy said he was going to do another one this year, uh, at at nine twenty one, uh, which if it's Eastern time, it'll be during during this show. So so it'll it'll be it'll be like during this. Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, if if it comes out, Post if you're show. watching live, hit us up, let us know. Uh, maybe we can watch it together in the post show. Uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about another Disney Plus show. Disney Plus being one of the few platforms that seems to be coming out with new content. We we alluded to this show in in a previous episode. Uh, we're talking about Earth to Ned. This is another Jim Henson production. And and again. We're, we, we're we've sorry. watched a little. <laughs> we're sorry. We're sorry about Muppets now. If you were scorned, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It started good. It started oh, good. I'm, I'm a little gassy here. Yeah. Uh, I. I am going to maybe be a little bit different and uh, a, a slightly bit more critical <gasps> of this show. I'm not just gonna. I'm not just gonna fawn over oh, the, no. the show and talk only good things, but. We are okay. talking about Earth to Ned. The basic premise of this show is an alien on a spaceship is sent to Earth to destroy it, uh, but he sort of falls in love with Earth and celebrities, and so instead of destroying the planet, decides to host a late-night talk show from his spaceship where he beams celebrities to the spaceship and then does basically like... uh a short 22 minute talk show um that i mean i mean that's all you need to know really uh brandon i watched i watched i think two episodes of this and and i was like okay i'm i'm not going to say you have to watch it but it's an interesting concept it reminds me a little bit of space ghost coast to coast like uh it has a little bit of that vibe but after about like the second episode i was like you got to you got to check this out. There were a few sketches <laughs> that I really enjoyed. Um, I want to know initial, like sort of first take. What, what have you thought? How much have you watched? Uh, what, what are what are your initial opinions on earth to net? Well, I will say this. I will say that I, you, you, you told me to watch the show. Hate it. This uh, is another example of a, uh, a show. You're like, let's watch this. And I said, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll check it out someday. And I wasn't interested in, in checking it out. Every time I passed it, I was like, eh, I don't know. Uh, cause I would pass it on the way to the Simpsons 
<laughs> which, which, you know, I, which I watch just about every night for, for dinner, uh, slowing down a little bit because he's, he's stopped consuming actual food and he just <laughs> watches the Simpsons for dinner every night. I'm, I'm it fuels, it fuels his soul. I'm getting to, uh, the tail end of, of season seven, maybe into season eight and it's going in it, it the, the quality of quality starting to shift and i that's a that's a different topic and entirely but uh anyways i find myself being like more willing to watch other things well so tonight because you and i have this this thing when it comes to apathetic enthusiasm where if we don't start the week after after we record a new episode if we don't start the week with a thought of you know what we'll talk about this on on monday then monday during the day, not even during the day, like Monday, late afternoon, early evening is a scramble to be like, oh, what do we want to talk about today? Uh, and today, uh, this topic came up and then another topic that we'll get into in a second. More a couple minutes. Earth the Ned was you're like, did you watch any Earth the Ned yet? Ah, no, I, I guess I didn't. Hey uh, Chelsea, you want to watch? You want to watch an episode of Earth and Ned for dinner? Like, you want, oh. Do you want to watch a giant Muppet do a talk <laughs> show? Uh, she didn't. She didn't know what it was about. I very vaguely knew what it was about up until that point in time. Though we wa- we watched we watched an episode. The first episode has uh, I was going to say Jimmy Kimmel, but uh, no, 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 no. Old Conan friend uh, Andy Richter. Andy Richter. And, and uh, uh, Gillian, Gillian Jacobs. Yes, 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 yes. And I, I didn't really know what to expect from the show that that first episode, and then rapidly the Space Ghost Coast to Coast comparison jumped out. Uh, it has what what we what we came up with after the first episode. Me, Chelsea, and and the eight year old was. That's like a, a more kid-friendly version of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially the later seasons of Space Ghost. Uh, the kid watched one episode and we're like, oh, okay. Oh, that's maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe not. Now, Go back uh, to Rick and Morty, kid. <laughs> you, you, you bring that up. And I, it's, it's a talking point that I want to make about this. Because late night television is typically on late at night. And you can be a little bit more risque with your with your material. It can be a little bit more adult oriented. Obviously, like the Tonight Show, like Jimmy Fallon is still pretty clean for the most part. Um, but this is a show on Disney Plus. It's it could potentially be shown at any time, and it's. Y- you don't know exactly who your audience is going to be. So um, the producers of the show um, actually talk about the fact uh, Brian Henson is the executive producer on the show. Uh, He wanted to focus on making the content family friendly because he didn't, because it was going to be on Disney plus. And I, I feel like there is a version of this show that throws that out the window and goes all in on like Adult Swim or some other network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could really kill it. Um, but I feel and, and there's still jokes in the show that I crack up at, but it's 
there there is it does have like a limiter on it where you're like okay they're 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 pushing they're pushing a topic a little bit in one direction but they they could go a lot further they're not going to go there it's okay um but i i don't think i don't think that like ruins the show necessarily i i just i think uh i don't know i think it it could be it could be more. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I get, I get you on that that piece. It is a, it is a PG show when it could easily be a PG thirteen. Easily, to, to, you know, and everybody, everybody knows without any subjectivity, very objective measurements there with the PG versus PG thirteen. Uh, yeah, it, uh, something that has remained constant over time. Yep. And certainly hasn't changed throughout the 80s, 90s. Absolutely not. The, uh, the, the, original, the original Die Hard is a great indicator for PG-13. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, was it that? Was it that movie? Or maybe it was Gremlins or something. Like that. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that another time. But no, yeah, That's uh, our second topic. We'll get into <laughs> the Motion Picture Rating Associations. <laughs> uh, the, our next topic. The, so yeah, the, the the comedy is 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 limited. But I watched. I ended up watching three episodes with with the family, and Paul Shear and Kristen Shaw are on the second episode. And Paul Shear, uh, a lot of folks know him from uh, the League, and yeah. other and other various kind of not crass comedy, but he's not afraid to you know be in in, in those types of comedies. Those pieces, you know, again could easily go uh, go further there I, I thought i thought christian shawl's interview was terrific i absolutely thought she was great on the show yeah i, I really enjoyed uh her segment i i, I like i like christian 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 skull I, I like Kristen shawl uh in in general mabel i'm glad and and, and if what a real, kind of cool thing is is my kid was like oh it's Kristen shawl uh, from uh, um, Gravity Falls. I was like, yeah. oh, that, that's awesome. He he knows things. He's gonna be like me. He's like he just knows a bunch of random names and nothing knows else. Knows tons of celebrity <laughs> names, and then he's gonna have friends like me who's gonna be like, no, I I know I know the face. Who? Mm. What's the name? What's uh, come on? It's it's Tom Cruise. Tom. <laughs> it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Tom Cruise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, of course. Vanessa Bayer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the com- the comedy. I'll, I'll say that I'm I'm interested. I, I I looked at the guest list for the rest of the season, and there's a lot of comedians on there. Two different comedians from the state. Michael Ian Black is on there, and uh, Thomas Lennon. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to those eventually. Uh, BBA was on there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so it. it kind of interesting to me that there's there's a comedian slant to it that there it's kind of just like space ghost coast to coast they bring in these random comedians and celebrities to do this kind of this bit but it's a bit for the the younger kids uh oh that's what i was gonna say about the paul Shear episode the funniest thing that that was there was that roaster toaster 3000 yes that, that roaster toaster was terrific because paul shear is, is talking about how he doesn't it doesn't really like uh that type of com- roast comedy but the, there's a there's a type of comedy like you're you're kind of celebrating your friends by being mean to them and so the the co-host the, this co-host alien 
brings out the Roaster Toaster 3000 and it presses a button and it and it savagely roasts the host Ned and the two jokes that it said you know I don't I don't know this character I've only watched an episode and a half and it was it was so fucking funny <laughs> it was it was killer it was, that that was a terrific part and and I think that around that moment when I was like okay hold on Brandon Brandon needs to at least check the show out like we we need to, we need to we need to to have some discussions about the show. Uh, I was listening to a recent Comedy Bang Bang podcast with uh, Scott Ackerman. Yes. And one of his guests uh, during the plug bag section of the, the show where they, they plug different stuff. Uh, she was a comedian who is a writer on the show. And so I was like, oh, oh, she. Uh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. I, I didn't. I, I didn't really think about like the fact that some, some modern comedians are like, oh yeah, let's write on this this Muppet show. Um but it's it's pretty cool. Uh I, let's break down the characters a little bit. Uh obviously you have the titular character Ned. Ned is if you haven't seen the show, haven't seen any um images from the show or anything like that, Ned is a gigantic puppet. Uh, he has four arms. Argu- I would argue it's probably like eight feet tall or something like that. Uh, it, according to Wikipedia, Ned requires four puppeteers uh, and two others for a total of six to operate. Yeah. Um, that That is it's cra- crazy. It's nuts, it's, yeah. It, uh, <laughs> but uh, he's he's kind of like... I don't know. He's he's not super smart. He's not all together. He's very much like the fanboy with all of these celebrities. Very excited to have them on. He's a little. I don't know. Uh, he does. He's he's kind of just winging it. Like he's he's the type of guy who's like, I'm just going to start a podcast, <laughs> and has no idea what he's actually doing. Um, so you know, we can relate in that way. Yeah, we can. Uh, we can. But. I don't know. Like Ned is possibly one of my least favorite characters on the show. Yeah, well, he's 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 kind of the straight alien in in this the the show. Uh all sure. all the all the wacky characters around him and there's not really that many wacky characters. Uh are you know are are meant to kind of bring that levity piece. And he's he's the butt of the jokes as the the roaster toaster would would, would point out. Uh he's he he does say some funny things. What what I would uh, uh, I guess I can get into the critique a little bit later, but I, I he's actually not my my least favorite character. Uh, my least favorite character, and we'll get to the rest of the characters. Also, my least favorite favorite character is Betty, the the AI on the on the, the show. AI. Uh, yeah, she's a close second for me, possibly maybe maybe the first. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, because the. What where whereas everything else is a, a puppet and it's practically made. The AI is is a a not it doesn't seem like a very well made computer generated image for this this yeah. AI, and so it looks it looks cheesy. Where everything else is like okay, it, it's it's a practical effect, and I can get behind it. This is a a, a CGI face on a screen that it, there's not a lot of personality there, and of course it's a computer. It's not meant to have a lot of personality. 
but although three PO like, has personality wise, Betty is very like I don't know crass and um like judgmental and sort of uh I don't know like demeaning towards Ned um in in certain ways as as the show continues on so. I don't know, like there's there's some character there, but in terms of visuals, uh, definitely the the least visually interesting character on the show. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, then there is his his uh, associate, his his assistant, his co-host, his his Andy Richter, his <laughs> uh, who's the guy that plays the keyboards for Dave Letterman? Uh, uh, Andy Richter. Yeah, Andy Richter. <laughs> um uh this is of course we're talking about Cornelius of course uh and Cornelius might be my favorite character on the show uh he is hilarious he has some great lines the the sketch that they did where Cornelius went to learn about stand up comedy oh. <laughs> and went to an open mic night that's the end of the joke I I I I died I died I loved it cuz it like He's trying out stand-up comedy, and he goes through this whole, like, phase of, like, a, com- a comedy career uh, in the course of, like, a couple minutes. Um, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, and that's the end of the joke. That's the end of the joke. He, he, uh, he, I, 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 I like him a lot. His, his, his alien on the street uh, little interviews, uh, I, get a, I get a kick out of. Um, all, all, not as complicated a puppet as uh, Ned is, but still has as good... Uh, good complexity to it because both of these aliens have like eye stalks and not only is like the 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 muscle tissue around the eyeballs moving but the eyeballs themselves are moving and also like the angle of the the eyes the eye stalks are going plus you have the mouth moving and then like the the facial expressions there oh and then of then the hands there there's just a lot of stuff and uh so it's it's impressive that with all with all those Muppets that the 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 puppeteers are are really just in sync with each other and doing the things they need to do to make it you know have have verisimilitude. Uh, Cornelius does this thing with his eye stocks when he's when he's like making a funny face where his eyes kind of like bug out sideways <laughs> and like uh, it just gets me every time. When he's gets being sarcastic, Ned's yeah. Ned's sarcasm <laughs> face. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So then, there, then there's the clods. The clods, uh, which I didn't realize uh, clods is an acronym for cloned living organism of destruction. Oh, uh, they start out as the band in the first episode. <laughs> and they're just these tiny little weird aliens with lots of little feet and these jagged teeth. Uh, they like to sneak up on guests and just show up kind of like around the couch. And often um, the guests are surprised or startled uh, when, when the Claude arrives. Yeah. Um, but they're, I don't know. They're, they're just kind of like weird little <laughs> bonus puppets that are are kind of funny to have around them. Yeah, they 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 are like salacious crumb in Return of the Jedi. Or they're they're just they're kind of just chaotic anarchistic little rodent looking things that are that are that are pretty funny. Uh in the in the the third episode is a Star Wars themed episode. Uh and Billy D Williams is on there, BB-8 and uh uh the one the comedy bang bang guy. Um 
Oh, um, Reggie Watts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Reggie yeah. Watts. Yeah. Um, and there is there's a a couple of funny things happen in that uh, with one of the Claudes saying Boyega, Boyega. <laughs> Uh, and then another where these two claws are dressed up as Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and and they're like, <laughs> and then the Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan Claude, and they look so damn silly, is like in a like a brown cloak. And he's like, oh, ga 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 Vader. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's just there's such such gibberish, so and then all of a sudden saying Vader uh, uh, killed me. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I I feel like, and and my main critique of this show is sort of what we spoke to already, but uh the you're not necessarily going to be busting a gut the entire episode, especially if you're expecting more adult centered comedy. But if you have uh, you know, younglings around. If you have kids, uh, this this could be a fun show uh, to to watch with them. Um, it's uh, the three episodes I've seen. I've started the fourth episode, which is about horror. It's their horror episode, so make sure you check that one out, Brandon. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, I uh, I've I've enjoyed it. It's it's kind of a nice show to just throw on randomly when you got twenty two minutes. <laughs> And you're not watching, you know, Emmy Award winning television. Sure. You can just kind of throw that on. So, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I th- I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I so far, I think it's decent. I'll probably watch more before I get uh, get to a point where it's like, oh, this is another Muppets now. <laughs> um, but not before I see Mike Lee in black and, and Thomas Lennon. But what, I, what I'll what I'll say is Paul Rugg, who does the voice of Ned, you might also recognize him as the voice of uh, Freakazoid, and uh, and from from what I'm told, from what I hear from uh, the, the father-in-law, is that he's like he's really big on like improvisation and uh, also Animaniacs. He's in Animaniacs too, but you know, sure. Freakazoid more, more so. Returning next year on Hulu. That's right, away, Animaniacs. That's right. That's right. That's right. So that that improvisation, that that comedy that comes from improv, I feel is is undercut by the the child nature of of what the show is and especially you have all the, these comedians that you know it's not that they don't know how to not cross a line but not only are they not only are they put in a a show where you're you meant to be funny you're supposed to be funny when you're going on this show but also but don't be funny in the way that you are known to be funny that that to me that is a uh a, a a buffer of like it could be better it could be better in, in that way things we already talked yeah, about but yeah I, I i wish they could like do a version of the show that's like you know the the at night one or the director's cut one where they don't cut out all the jokes that they probably made on set Space while they ghost. were making the coast show, coast to coast. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, or a Jiminy Glick with a Martin Short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, well anyway, the other the other part about this show that I'm not crazy about is the the through line plot of him oh. like trying to destroy the planet and him being afraid of his dad and stuff, and like 
him doing his mission briefs at the end. I feel like if they just went straight late night talk show and ended it at the end of that, I'd be totally fine with the show. I don't know that that other part of the like reoccurring mission log um, does a whole lot for me personally. Yeah, but... it's it's tr- it's trying to have a storyline associated with it, so it's not it's it's still a show that that people want to tune into next. Well, what's going to happen next? Uh, I don't think this is going to be an Emmy winning award show. But no, no I don't. But but I can maybe t- visual effects. Maybe no. oh man, maybe a visual effects thing. Uh, we'll have to check next year when Emmys twenty twenty one are there if they're there still and it hasn't burned to the ground. Yeah, if if the earth is still if the earth is still here <laughs> and there's still people with with eyes to watch TV. If the Mayans were like, did we say twenty twelve? Ah, you got they got the two and the one mixed up. Yeah. Everybody does that. Yeah, turn it around. You got to turn it around. It's actually, it's actually not Mayans. It's Snyam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that, that's uh, all, that's, one that's one backwards. awkward transition later. Uh, we're talking Emmys. Emmys. Get it? Because it's, it's this Mayans weekend. backwards. Sure and uh, Brandon and it's, I, it's Mayans backwards. Uh, we were texting all day. We we put on our gowns, <laughs> uh, put on our tuxedos, and couldn't wait to watch. The Emmy Awards live on television. Um, wait, no, none of that happened. Uh, in fact, it's ne- a, I don't think either of us watched any of this production. The Maya, the Mayans uh, would have called it called it uh, the the Sima. <laughs> you're just you're just sitting on that joke, waiting and waiting. No, no, um, I haven't been done with that. <laughs> the Snyam. Think it's, it's the Siam <laughs> rewards. Uh, all right, all right. Now I'm yeah. done. Now I'm done. I got so, it out of the way. <laughs> this is the year of COVID. This is the year where all live events are awkward and odd and different ways and, and shapes and forms. And they decided let's have a television award show uh, amidst everything else that's going on in the world. So they hosted the Emmy Awards this weekend. Jimmy Kimmel was the host. It was on ABC. Uh, There were combinations of live guests as well as lots of celebrities tuning in via Zoom or whatever broadcasting system that they have uh, for different presentations. And I didn't watch any of the actual show itself. I watched Uh, a few clips, which I will say... none. This format actually makes it a little bit better for like YouTube clips where they're just like, yeah, just show this, this award or show this, <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it kind of worked out. Um, you did what? Zero research for this, right? Yeah. Did you watch any of the actual production or, or well, see any clips? Well, no, that's, that's not, that's not t- totally true. I, I got some research done uh, by osmosis through scrolling through my social media. Uh, I, I, I I knew going into it that there's an article that talked about how uh, how a certain amount of media kits were sent out to various individuals who were going to partake in the show and how that is the way things should go. It, it's a, a a turning point in like the, this this distance piece of, of showing up. If you're a big media company, it behooves you to 
you know, here's a two I two. Here's a here's an audio interface. Here's a microphone. Here's here's good lighting. Here's a you know ring light or whatever. Send yeah. it send it to folks for for them set up. And I know and I know some podcasters who have money who make money and they they're very guest oriented. They do that type of stuff. Um, we'll never be like that. But I, so I did see that. That was interesting to me. Uh, Saturday Saturday night, obviously. Uh, Rick and Morty won for the Vat of Acid episode. That's I, right. And whether or not I do any research for the Emmys itself, I do research for Rick and Morty stuff, or at least follow the feed and try to get uh, their their PR head to to talk to us. But, uh, Which, but uh, did you did you watch any of Dan Harmon's acceptance speech? I I didn't, but I but I laughed because if you're a fan of the Dan Harmon social media minute. You know all about Dan Harmon's woodworking. <laughs> Absolutely, and yes. and that's that's it. We'll talk about that. Uh, we're going to have a, a new episode of of uh, International RSS here in the next week or so, and that we'll definitely have that as as our uh, that semi-perts. it'll be there. It'll be there. Yeah. Um. Which yeah, and Vat of Acid episode still my top episode from the last year. So I'm very happy that it walked away with the best animated uh show um emmy uh other things that that happened other uh i don't know points of interest i guess from from the award show um i don't know uh jimmy kimmel gave a monologue uh like i i guess they i guess they broadcast from the staples center they did have guests at the staples center but it was like mostly empty at the arena so there was like a little bit of like real-time feedback but it seemed like i don't know even in some of the stuff i watched it like it didn't come across that way like certain jokes weren't getting laughs not necessarily because they're bad jokes i just don't think there was the audience to support them yeah <laughs> like, you, i don't know you, you have one you have one guy going <laughs> uh like uh, uh um in Cape Fear. It's just it's just Robert De Niro doing his his cigar laugh in the movie theater. <laughs> for for everything Jimmy Kimmel says. Uh so let's get let's get into a little bit of the events of the show. We'll talk we'll talk some winners, winners and losers. Um I have a question for you. Have you ever watched Shits Creek? I have watched uh some Shits Creek. I, I whenever whenever Chelsea's watched through it twice now, and uh, I periodically would walk through the living room and see her watching it. And if I was if I was setting up, if I was doing work on my my laptop or doing this that or the other, it would be in the foreground or the background, where wherever away from yeah. me. And I, it, it would be on the ground somewhere, <laughs> and yeah. I would be watching it, and I would enjoy it. And I, I feel bad for Chelsea because she's like, if you just, you know, if you just want, if you want to watch the show, just watch the show. Quit asking me questions about all the characters that you, you're on. Wait, oh, uh, so wait, what happened to him? Wait, he's so he he's he's gay or he's not he's not gay. Uh, wait, why why are they in Shit's Creek? You know that 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 type of stuff. Um, What's but, the meaning behind the name? So they <laughs> used to be rich, but now they're poor. Like, how did that happen? Wait, who's Chris? Just Elliot? watch. 
Just watch the pilot, Brandon. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, Chris Elliott is... Oh, he's the mayor of Shit's Creek. Oh, okay. All right, I'll try to remember that for, for later. But does he work at the hotel? Or <laughs> is he a guest? Like... Yeah. Oh, the, do they own it? Anyway. It's a... Yeah. From what I, from what I've seen, and I've watched multiple episodes, I do like I do like the show. As a huge fan of Christopher Guest, Eugene Levy, and Catherine O'Hara, I, I you know, it's... Although I didn't sit there and watch the entire series, I could sit there and watch an episode and just and, and enjoy their performances. Absolutely, which made, and which, and made, you know. which which my experience with the show is almost identical to yours. With Sheena watching through the series <laughs> and me walking into the living room and being like, "Oh, what's happening?" <laughs> hmm. You, David. All right, let me. Yeah. Uh and then and then walking out and be like, all right, well, time for me to go to bed. I'll I'll see you later. <laughs> uh but yes, uh funny the 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 things I have seen. Um a show that has had several seasons. Yes. But has just now had its final season. Yeah. And yeah. consequently cleaned up at the Emmys, winning uh I think yeah, nine Emmys for its for its sixth season. That's uh, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, Eugene Levy for outstanding lead actor in comedy. Catherine O'Hara uh, for uh, actress. Uh, Dan Levy, uh, Eugene Levy's son, as supporting actor, supporting actress Annie Murphy, who plays their their daughter. Yeah, cl- cl- yeah. cleaned up. Yeah, um, and then and then Dan Levy also won for writing, directing, and producing uh, as well on the uh, show. Very, very interesting. Uh, my wife was actually telling me uh, that this was sort of a pet project for Eugene Levy and, and Dan Levy. Like, they, they wanted to make something together. Right. And, and so they didn't have much of a budget. So this, this show has always worked under tight constraints. And, uh, but it's also helped them to do some very creative things and, and to have some different challenges. Uh I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of the, you know, best in show, um, the mighty wind, you know, yeah. those, those, Wait, those types of Guffman, movies. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you just get some of this cast together. I'm like, all right, I know there's going to be some, some solid stuff in there. And, uh, it's, it's good to see them give a show a lot of recognition when it's, when it's like their last chance but sort of just as a, I don't know, a, a note on media and television, do you feel like it's, it's, it's good that shows get recognized in their final season? Or like, do you feel like other shows are missing out because, oh, like Schitt's Creek has been a big show. It's gotten a lot of attention from people. A lot of people enjoy it. It just hasn't been recognized on its own and now that this is like the last chance for it to be eligible let's just throw a bunch of awards at it like i don't know do you do you feel one way or the other about that or because it's not like movies where you get one shot and then it's gone a lot of shows have you know multiple seasons and are on for a long time well i was trying to i was trying to go back and look at 
uh, the 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 lead actors. We'll start with the lead actors for for the the show. So, Blackish, Anthony Anderson, Don Cheadle for Black Monday, Ted Danson for The Good Place, which was in its final season. Yeah. Uh, Michael Douglas, Kaminsky Method, and Rami Youssef, uh, for, and for Rami, uh, you know, like Shit's Creek and The Good Place. Those were the only two that were were in their final season for for this. this. Sure, it's a very narrow example uh and doesn't actually answer your question at all which is do do i do i think they should in his final season i in in one way i think it uh minimizes like how how good a show is in whatever season if if they only recognize it in its final season if they only recognize it uh the fabulous marvelous miss mazel is is on here a couple times and i know that won an emmy last year uh, not in a, not in its final season at all. Like, great, cool. You recognize it in its first season. Now it's in its second season. Now if it wins again or wins next year, then then great. Uh, Shit's Creek, by all accounts, has been great from the first season to its final season, and you know, awarding it is cool. Good job. You you did it finally. Uh, see you later. But, yeah, and I uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm t- I guess I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like it's a perception, I, think, I guess. What's that? It's it, it's it's a perception thing, right? Like yeah, like a like a good job, like a pat on the butt, like in, in good the, in, game, good game with your <laughs> with having six seasons of a good show or whatever. Yeah, like I I think that especially for TV recognition, it is it is a lot different from like you know, live theater or movies where you have one production or you have one like initial go at it and you take everything from that one year and you're like, all right, this is, uh, this is what, this is okay. A locked in amount of time where we can recognize things that were made. And this was the best of it. Uh, Whereas the Emmys, you can kind of, uh, TV is more persistent. It, uh, unless it's a, you know, a dramatic mini series or a, uh, what do you call it? A documentary or something like that. Right. Where it's, where it's, it's, it's something short or it's, it's, it only comes out for, for shows that are on for multiple seasons. I think they have a little bit more play where they can say, you know what, we're not just recognizing their sixth season or a particular episode of the sixth season. We're recognizing an effort over, six seasons and this person yeah you you've been great throughout and haven't had an opportunity to be recognized let's take this chance to make sure that you know we which, we say good job what you, what you done it which is why the announcement that uh, the walking dead is going to be coming to an end i mean they're just they're going to sweep so much comedy oh, drama I, i'm shocked that show is still on the air horror yeah, they find. I think if somebody find, they finally announced that they're they're going to end it. Uh, yeah, but isn't Daryl getting like his own spinoff or something? Yeah, but you know, then we'll, we can stop watching it at that point. <laughs> Just kidding, we stopped watching. Here's stop watching it so long. Ago. Every, uh, every when whenever I talk to my friend Gary at work, he's like. Hey, oh, did you, Gary, you see the you see the the last episode of The Walking Dead? I'm like Gary. I, I told you I stopped watching it a long time ago. Like I, as long as I've known you, I have not watched the show. 
And you're like, oh yeah, well, you could just could have just said that. Like I I just did. I say it every time, again, Gary. Again, I say it every Gary, time. He doesn't want. He doesn't watch this. So he's he's right, old. Gary. He's old. He's an old. He's an old. He's an old. He's like in his. He's got in the late forties or maybe he's fifty. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He's old. Good old Gary. He's probably good old right now. Gary. Loving his Walking Dead. Still, <laughs> still, still carrying on. Anyway, anyway. So Shit's Creek. I mean, it sweeped. It's it swept the Emmys. A record-setting Emmy sweep, as a matter of fact. So yeah, it uh, won every award, even awards it was not nominated for. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, other, other, yeah. other big best winners, animated series. Uh, what? Yeah, best animated series. Shit's, Shit's Creek. Creek. Uh, <laughs> big news from the. Uh, let's see what is what is this category? The um, best actress in a drama, uh, Zendaya, winning. Uh, the youngest winner oh yeah um yeah uh, ever in the category and she's 24 she was up against uh jennifer jennifer aniston jennifer garner jennifer jennifer olivia aniston jennifer love hewitt um <laughs> jennifer's uh, body uh, <laughs> uh olivia coleman sandra o oh, laura linney and uh and and jody comer Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All some, of those some, people were up for the award. Some power, uh, some but, powerhouse uh, women. Yeah, have you watched Euphoria at all no. on HBO? No, nope. neither have I. Neither have I. Uh, let's <laughs> let's let's play let's play a little game we like to call shows on HBO that Brandon and I have not had time to watch yet, but Succession. are critically critically acclaimed and have won many <laughs> Emmy awards. Uh, Euphoria, neither of us have watched. Succession. Have you I'm watched not, it? I have not watched not, it. Not a, not a, not a minute of it. <laughs> um, Big Little Lies. I've watched every episode. I, oh. It's a terrific show. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's okay, it's great. It's one of those ones that I like watched with Sheena, and like we we both enjoyed. It's, okay, it's, it's got stuff. It's it's right. it's good. Uh, Watchmen. Watched it. Yes, yes, we watched all of it. We talked about it on this show, and it <laughs> walked away. Uh, with uh, a couple of awards, yeah. uh, four awards actually for Watchmen, including uh, Damon Lindelof picking up uh, best limited series. Good job, Lindelof! Uh, Finally yeah. a winner. And uh, it was a big night for Doctor Manhattan's uh, as <laughs> yeah. uh, two two different uh, portrayals of Doctor Manhattan, both recognized in different categories, uh, walking away with Emmys uh, last night. So, um, little. Oh, Little Fires Everywhere. That's not HBO. That was on Hulu. But I also watched that another Reese Witherspoon uh, show. <laughs> um, there, there, there's a there's a couple there's a couple shows on HBO Max that are coming out too. Well, th- th- these aren't award winning, but th- they're coming out that are they're getting props that I will probably not watch either by the time <laughs> they're winning awards. Have you watched any Ozark? I watched the first three episodes and then I, then I moved oh that's on. right and then you're like. I've I've done this. I've done this. Julia Garner winning supporting actress oh. uh for Ozark. And uh yeah, I don't Bad it, Education was a television movie on HBO. Uh, mm-hmm, Haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. Nope. Yeah, there there, uh, there yeah. there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there. And then you know, we're we're looking at the major categories with the exception of of animated series. Uh and and there were there was there's winners behind the scenes, the ones that aren't as, you know, uh publicized uh congratulations to, to all of the, those folks that we're not going to talk about here because otherwise you're just going to hear us blab blather on about I, people I, that you're like what 
Who? What show is that? Why? Uh, I will say Mandalorian on Disney Plus uh, won quite a few special category uh, Emmy awards, including like visual effects, uh, score, things like that. Okay. Um, I can get by in the score. Yeah. Season season two of Mandalorian is right around the corner. We're like a month away from it. Where what is what is your what is what are your feelings approaching season two? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, uh, you know it's it's like season two of Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I mean I'll 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 I'll, I'll watch it someday. I will um, watch um, way more mandalorian season two <laughs> than i watched of umbrella academy season two. yeah i we i mean we talked about mandalorian on the on the show before i it's it's not that i thought it was a bad show i just thought it was very very contrived for a majority of it up until sure. like se- episode season or episode seven and eight when when the pace picked up again it it was like you're supposed to be a badass again. This is my my central complaint about the show. He's supposed to be this badass Mandalorian, and he keeps getting his ass kicked for five episodes, and then and we're supposed to be we're supposed to be like, oh, he's still badass. Like, no, he seems incompetent, is what he seems like. <laughs> uh, and then then seven yeah, eight roll I around, mean, and then okay, he, he gets better. I I feel like based on the trailer, Mandalorian season two is 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 finding its its rhythm as as a television show where it'll be you obviously you have the child baby yoda right and the mandalorian is is trying to deliver the child back to the jedi or, or whoever his people are that he's supposed to be with and so I feel like you're going to get a steady pace of episodes where they're somewhat self-contained. He's traveling to different planets, different areas, and gets into a little bit of trouble. Somebody's chasing him. Somebody's looking for him, something like that. And so you're going to have these different locations and things like that. I, I, I think it, I, I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah. I, will, I am considering rewatching season one uh, leading up to the release of season two for Mandalorian. What I, what I look forward to more than watching the show itself is, is finding out the, the lore that it, it, it introduced in at the, the tail end of the season uh, with, I forget what that, that type of lightsaber is called, but the dark crystal lightsaber, the black lightsaber. Yeah. Um, and how, and how that, and how that guy got, got that saber. Uh, the dark saber. There you go. Uh, how we got how we got that because uh, because there's there's lore behind that where that saber came from, uh, which harkens back to the Mandalorians and the whole thing with the Jedi and the the Mandalorians having been in a war against each other and now they you know this guy's trying to deliver a a, a Jedi to you know yeah. to the other Jedi. Uh, that that's interesting, and then uh, you know the rumor mill says that Boba Fett is 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 cast and it will be in this this season. I'm interested in if that is that is true because the last time we saw him, yeah. he was eaten by a sarlacc pit. But yeah, Cannon, he was not in a, Cannon, he's not in a great spot. Cannon states that he survived. Well, I take that back. Cannon used to state that he survived in the extended universe. He 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 got out, but regardless. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. But this is an Emmy yeah. talk. Yeah, Emmys, Emmys. Uh, if and you watch done. the Emmys, if you like <laughs> the Emmys, let us know. 
there were some good good speeches. I've watched a few of them uh, on the interwebs, but uh, you should you should go watch those for yourself. You can watch um, the unthanks uh, speech from the producer of Succession uh, with I think it was the final speech of the evening. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's Emmy talk. That's it. We usually do an Oscar special. Uh, well, I don't know if Emmys will be a reoccurring thing, but <laughs> frankly, we didn't we didn't have a lot of other stuff to talk about this week. So, frankly, unless you wanted us to hear us talk about Fall Guys and D and D again, this is this is what you get, guys. This is what you get. Uh, thank you, thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you for hanging out live. We are going to scoot on over to our live post show for the folks on Twitch and YouTube. If you want to be a part of that post show, make sure you're here every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for the live feed. And uh, thanks to everybody that hangs out week in and week out. Uh, If you're listening on the audio portion and you have yet to write a review for this podcast, that that's something you could do with your time. You could uh, head over to Apple Podcasts on that cool iPhone that you've updated to iOS 14. And uh, once you figure out the changes in the podcast app, you can you could leave a review for us. Let us know how you think we're doing. And uh, to everybody else, thank you for your support. Uh, really, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. Tell, tell a loved one tell about them. this show. Let, tell- a, let them know, hey, there are these two guys I listen to. Sometimes they're funny. You should, you should check it. You should check it out. And and uh, and yeah. you know if if your loved ones aren't your friends, you know still that means you have way more people to tell. Uh, shout out to shout out to everybody who uh, follows on, on Twitter. I know you already said this, Travis, uh, and and YouTube. Omar mentioning a little piece of news. We won't talk about it too much because we've got to put a little bit more thought into it. Uh, what this actually means, but uh, Microsoft buying Bethesda, uh, that that's, seems to be a, a pretty big deal. It's the Halo Doom mashup we've all been waiting for. Oh, my God. Ah! Uh, PS5 memes all over the place. Xbox Series it's, X. Just oh. We are approaching a very potentially contentious season in gaming it's time. uh it's it's so, time it's time to have a an episode dedicated to console wars travis meow, 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 meow. And i'll be over here with my 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 pc upgrades wishing <laughs> i had a uh a, a new 380 uh, video card or something like that uh but. it's it's okay it's okay just uh there's a payment plan 25 bucks a month you get <laughs> next box series one x for real that's a thing yeah, we'll talk about it on our Console Wars episode. Yeah, or maybe in this post show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye.